Within the evil empire, the surviving imperial warlords have been fighting among themselves for power. No one knows who will seize control, but the prophets of the dark side have foretold that soon a new emperor will arise and on his right hand he shall wear an indestructible symbol of evil, the glove of Darth Vader. <gasps> Welcome! <laughs> to episode two of the EU Minor Moff Talking. <laughs> this week, we're bringing you delicately curated, short form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars expanded universe tailored to the modern Riley this week, brought mm-hmm. to you in loving increments <laughs> by the loquacious yet soothing voice of your host, Isaac, for, for this time. And this week, Alongside my uh, Andy Richter named Jake this episode. What? <laughs> you are my Andy Richter. How do you feel about that? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> and this week we're talking to Riley. How you doing, Riley? I'm doing all right. I read all three of these books. Did you? <laughs> Which books are you referring Who? to, my good friends? Well, really <laughs> manufactured chemistry. Yeah, <laughs> that was really good. My good friend, I say. <laughs> They're in the uh, the Jedi Prince series. I don't, think, I don't think that was their official title, but there is a Jedi Prince, and it's what they're all about, so that's what people call them. This is what it sounds like when the gloves cry of Darth Vader. <laughs> Are you saying Prince like P-R-I-N-C-E? Yes. Okay, it's not Jedi Prince like... Jedi Prince Jr.? He has good handwriting. Like fingerprints? Yeah, no. or yeah. fingerprints. No, Prince as in he is a, a prince... Who of was what? born by a king or queen. Of the Jedi, apparently. What? He lives in the lost city of the Jedi on Yavin 4, of all places, if you can believe oh. it. Is there a name to the city, or is the city named the, the lost, lost city? city of the Jedi? Oh, good. <laughs> that way there's no yeah, confusion. <laughs> no confusion at all. <laughs> so how are we doing this? Am I just going to try and talk about this? We can do... Th- Here's what I would say. Okay. Try and... So what is this book? What is it? Is this a young adult novel? Is this an adult novel? Is this it for is kids this is or? not even young adult. This has got to be like a children's novel. Babies first. Babies. Star Wars. Yeah, like you have to start reading it when you're three. I think you have, and if you don't, and then you, you can't don't, read it. Right. How did you read it? I read it when I was three. Oh, no, okay. I really did. I read these this series when I was younger, um, and I liked them a lot mm. before I realized that they were just completely insane. I'm not even gonna say that this is th- that they're bad. Because they're just so completely out there <laughs> and so completely made for little kids. They weren't even considered canon before Disney oh, really? Star Wars. That bad, huh? That's how far out there they are. That's how That was going to be my next question is, yeah. were these ever canonical? No, they were never canonical. Wow, guys. Han Deep and, cuts. It, it won't be happening this week because they happen in the next series, but Han and Leia get married at a theme park owned by Lando Calrissian <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Wow. So this is this sounds like, like the most amazing book series of all time. Fuck wild, dude. So the standard book report format goes as such. So maybe I'll we'll we'll ask you some questions, just go through it's like so you're gonna give an elementary book report to go with your what do you got written on the inside there? He does have a I've lot got, of things written I've got on the inside. Some cover. Notes of things, page numbers that I wanted to Oh, you but made that I right can, now? By the way, stay yeah, tuned. Riley took so many notes for this <laughs> and our upcoming episodes. He came in, and he has pictures and images yeah. and printouts and highlights, I magazines. Need a, I need a life. Don't say we're not 100% prepared because we're at least 33.3% yeah, prepared. Yeah, we're 33% prepared <laughs> every yeah, single week. We should say last week, 
we mentioned up top that we were going to do the book report thing and listeners don't know that we actually did do it but we did it at the end after i already <laughs> talked about everything so it was pretty redundant by the end of it yeah so what you listened to just sounded like we were insane people and hyped up a book report that we never got to but yeah. we're gonna do it this week this mm-hmm. week we're gonna do it so, isaac downloaded on the old google machine i have not now i i want to clarify I was homeschooled my entire life. I have never done an actual book report. Is the violin music going to kick so, in? And I have, I have people not. in the room who are saying I'm a loser. They're putting an L on their forehead. We have a studio audience. Is what this... are they, Smash Mouth? <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> All right, somebody once told me we're going to start this episode oh. off at some point here. Yeah, okay, so give me, give me so, what am I supposed to do with this book report? Okay, so the, the, the first question here is you're supposed to name the title, the author... And the number of pages. Remember to underline the title of the book, Riley. Okay, well, underline. There's there's several. Let's just say this. There's let's voices just set in the, the scene for, because I don't. I think there's going to be a thing that's not going to stop happening. So we should just say it right now. We have an audience of sorts today. Yeah, an unwilling audience, but they're just here <laughs> in your house, and they're going to be Grandma talking amongst themselves right now. Yep. Yeah, I, you know how in sitcoms you can't a, hear the dialogue the because the audience is just talking over the <laughs> actors. from <laughs> it's Saturday afternoon. Spoilers! Now they know where we live. No. Well, well one be, of us. You lives. should bleep that out, Riley. That, that'd should. be a that good would trick. Actually, that would be a good. That'd be a neat trick. Try censoring. That's a good trick. <laughs> Riley, please. Give I don't like this episode. Please, please start this. Grab the stupid Rodian from the corner of the hallway. <laughs> Name the title, the author, and the number of pages. So, much like the last time, we have two authors on this book. What's going on with the EU, by the way? (laughs) There's just too much information for one person. How many EU authors does it take to write a Star Wars book? (laughs) Isaac is like a real game show host today. What's going on with him? I I should have looked up to try and figure out what's going on here. But we have Paul Davids and Hollis Davids. Oh, related? Not Paul and Hollis Davids. So, I don't know if that means they're not related and they just happen to have the same last name or what. Well, when you go and see a Coen Brothers movie, that doesn't say directed by the Coen Brothers. It says directed by Joel Coen and and then separately Ethan Coen. I thought it said Joel and Ethan Coen. Isn't that sort of like a Director's Guild sort of thing? They couldn't just say that they're... And it would be worth our time, I think, to really get into the DGA (laughs) requirements. (laughs) Because I'm sure it applies to Paul Davids and Hollis Davids. Ah. But anyway, and the books are always dedicated to people who don't seem to be related to them. It's just like, this one is to Jordan and Scott. I don't know. It's confusing. It doesn't matter at all either. The the pain just starts with a dedication page in this one. Jordan (laughs) and Scott. Jordan and Scott. Sorry, Jordan and Scott. So the title, we have three titles here. There are three books. They're Mm. each about, I would say... 80 pages In one long. bound volume. Yeah, in one bound volume. They're probably each about 80 to 100 pages long. Mm. Short books. Short burn. We have The Glove of Darth Vader, mm. The Lost City of the Jedi, and Zorba the Hutt's Revenge. <laughs> Zor- <laughs> this got a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it gets really now, good. Now, is Zorba the Hutt? Is Zorba the Hutt the one that talks like this in no, the cartoon? That's, that's Zero the Hutt. Oh, okay. No, Zorba... this, is, this is the Sponge Hutt. He absorbs the Hutt. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Wow, this is the worst I'm on fire this week. Yet. This guys, is you better... uh, truly you can't hear us talking or talking, but yeah. Anyway, I should... Zorba, it turns out, is uh, Jabba's father. Okay, so you said this was like eighty to hundred pages. Yes. Do you want to tell us exact the, the the glove of Darth Vader? How long specifically is? The... Well, you underlined stuff too. You highlighted. Oh yes, I did. Oh my gosh! Wow. Look, guys, what a nerd! One of us is professional. 
I'll bet he likes Star Wars. Including the glossary, it's 89 pages okay. long. Okay, and I do <laughs> always, always include the glossary. Yeah. How else are you going to know what's going on in this exactly. book? Did you read the entirety of the glossary? I did not. Well, we should stop podcasting right know. now because you didn't Sorry. finish the book. I didn't. Um, there's pictures, too, oh, by the way. Pictures. Yeah. We're gonna, yeah, there's pictures. There's going to be some pictures. <laughs> Riley, I, did I see, are there pictures of all the main characters? I thought I saw in one of the books. There's like a little like roll call, like a yearbook class photo of the characters. Oh, Ooh. Yeah, Listeners, if you could see what I'm seeing. Listeners, look I'm gonna try intently at your podcast. I'm gonna try Listeners, turn your pictures. books to page 12 <laughs> to see the Rebel Alliance. Ooh, the Rebel Alliance and Empire are separated. Yep. Well, it, yeah. For the listener, it really does look like a yearbook, like, couple yeah. pages. No, it exactly just has, like you know, a little headshot of them and their title and their honorary. Yeah. Grandma Hissa already looks like evil Paul Shear. Oh, he's the worst. So if you, yeah. There is a person named Grandma Hissa, and he looks like Doctor <laughs> Strange from the uh, DC Comics universe. Now, don't forget Grandma Muzzer. Grandmoff Thistleborn, <laughs> Thistleborn, and Grandmoff Dunhausen. Don't forget all of those grandmoffs, and they're all grandmoffs. Too. All of these guys got these fancy, fancy names, except for Mister Aqualish Alien. Yeah, he, does, he is just he labeled Aqualish <laughs> Alien. There is one. He character. has an ish, and then an alien. Everyone else gets. Well, I noticed the Rebel Alliance. They really uh, pulled deep into the uh, <laughs> the annals of the Rebel yep. Alliance. Yep. By giving us such characters as Han Solo, Chewbacca. Princess R2 Leia and R2-D2. What now, I really want more than anything is a game of Guess Who, but with these weird, <laughs> obscure Jedi Prince series characters. I like I like how you have to spell out R2-D2 and C-3PO as well. You can't just have the acronyms. Uh, can we take a brief sidebar yes, and please. talk about how in the books, I hate that they do this. Yeah. They always Every write out. Now, here's R2. the thing. It makes sense if it's dialogue because mm-hmm. they're writing out how the character is saying it, but yeah. when they write it out just in the Pros, yes. That doesn't make any sense. Well, that sense happens at all. all throughout this book with every droid. Uh, not nerd even, alert! Not even just the ones that. Riley, my know. next question yeah. is: identify the type of book. Examples: There's <laughs> modern, realistic fiction, uh, historical fiction, mystery, folktale, and fantasy. Which there's there are only these type of genres of books according to this book report format. So which I guess one is technically it? it's historical fiction because this did happen a long time ago. There was a Where? fantasy option, and you're saying this is <laughs> historical, historical fiction. fiction. Well, it happened a long time ago. Oh, you're it's fictional. Far, far away. My appetite, consider it wet. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Identify the, the main characters, Riley. Well, in this first <laughs> In book, this lineup we, that we prepared for. We yeah. literally just... Re- <laughs> we, you see, guys, professional podcasters would have looked at the book report format before <laughs> we started the podcast. <laughs> I would have known to have asked that question before we decided to give you the roll call of who's actually in this uh, book. Luke Luke is the, the main character of this one. No kidding. Yeah. Um, now, when you say the, this one, are you talk, Are we talking about the glove of Darth Vader? We're talking about the glove of Darth Vader first. Okay. Yes. We're not going to do this report for each of the three books because... No, I think oh. we are. Uh, <laughs> we don't meet... We Spoilers, we don't meet Ken until book two. Ken? We don't meet who now? I'm sorry, the Jedi Prince. <laughs> Spoilers, his ah. name is Ken. His name is Ken Prince? Ken Prince. Now we've Jedi talked, extraordinaire. We've talked about Mary Sue characters. Sure we have. This Ken. Ken Sue. Is a Mary Sue for a 12-year-old boy, because he is a 12-year-old boy. But He's Martin literally Sue, 12-year-old. He's a literal 12-year-old boy. I'm the Jedi oh. Prince. Yeah, and he is... The worst. Does he talk like that in the book? Yeah, I that's like a I Hallmark heard, card with it. a birthday song, and he open it up, and it plays him saying that. That's how I book. heard it in my head, at least. Yeah. I would hope so. Okay, well, What's uh, next now, okay, so it's Mr. Prince and Luke. All right, <laughs> Mr. Right, Mr. Prince. Prince so this part isn't going to be very uh, enthralling for our listeners. Oh, but good, then let's well, I'm going to need. <laughs> it's you. in good company with the rest of the podcast so far. <laughs> Shut up! I work harder on this. I write two to three descriptive sentences about. Each. Write them. What? Oh, the the main characters. You need to write two to three 
uh, descriptive sentences about each main character of this book. Don't say it out loud on the podcast. Write it down. <laughs> write it down. And we'll do the listeners will just know that you did it, and then we'll move on to the next question. <laughs> so I have to describe the main characters. Every... Is it only Luke and Ken? No, Han is in this, and Leia's in this, and mm-hmm. they're all main characters. And all the Grand Moffs. Every main character is described with a reference to something they did in the movies. Ooh, wait, wait what about Grand Moff Thistleborn? <laughs> What's his description? <laughs> well, okay, he doesn't get one. Okay. But all of the main characters, like Luke and Han, they two pages can't go by without a description of the time Han almost made the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs and stuff like that. It's mm. This book is just full of references to what they have done in the past. Um, there, is there really a point to describing Luke Skywalker to uh, our ac- listeners? Let's to- let's just do this. Let's just <laughs> jump into you recapping the glove of Darth okay. Vader. Do you want to go off of the this, before no. we do that? <laughs> okay. The answer is no. I don't. I need you to. I like how this words it in bold. It says describe the book setting, but in like regular type, it says include the mood. Oh, the mood. Oh. Include, <laughs> include the mood. What is the mood? We should change book? the name. saxophone music. Let's change the name of this. these uh, sub-podcasts. Just include the mood. Include the mood. <laughs> Welcome to Include the Mood with Riley. Welcome to Include the Mood with Riley Bowman. Talking the glove of Darth Vader. The mood of this book is, um, I'm going to say the mood is Al Gore. Expound. Boring? <laughs> <laughs> environmentally friendly? Yes. Oh. Environmentally friendly. Oh. There are several references to saving the whales in this first book. Oh, now hang on a second. But this isn't the book where they explicitly save the whales. Oh, this is the book. This is the, oh. this is the book. This is it the mo- long-awaited books, uh, whale-saving book. Yeah, <laughs> book-saving whale. Book-saving whale. Um, really the book that saved the whales. It might be. Do you think that this inspired Al Gore to make that documentary? Oh, absolutely. I would, I would be surprised if it didn't. There's somewhere an inconvenient beluga. <laughs> They're called whaleodons, please. <laughs> oh, That's right. For listeners who haven't listened to previous episodes, first of all, you haven't made it this far. But second of all. <laughs> They're called whale at the hunts. Yeah. Yep. And listeners, include the mood. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> when you tweet us next time, um, include the mood of your tweet. <laughs> There's somewhere in here where they talk about the brown haze around Bespin, and they shorten it to braze. No, they do not. This book is also full of acronyms. There are so many terrible acronyms that do not need to be acronyms. It's like a Tom Clancy book. It's worse. I think. I've What's the last Tom Clancy book you read, Jake? All the, all the, the ghost writer. The, the pages. <laughs> Recon. <laughs> I landed, guys. <laughs> ghost writer. Recon extraordinaire. We're home. The, um... By far, the number of pages that I wrote down the most are acronyms. Also, are for the listener, your handwriting. It looks like. A did you write this when you were in twelve year old grade? It looks like it. I have oh the worst my. handwriting. This is really sad. It's bad. I know. Now I feel self conscious about my handwriting. As well, you should. Boy, um, am I just going to talk about the plot? Le- yeah. So okay. try oh, to oh. almost like we did when <laughs> with the oh Isaac has something to say. The, Jake keeps trying to move the podcast to- forward. You're trying to commandeer the book report. Yep. I just you wanted to talk about the book. Rodian. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the book. Well, What's he next? never did What's establish next? the mood either, by the way. <laughs> I did. I said it was Al Gore. The mood is oh, Al Gore. That's right. <laughs> I forgot because it wasn't actually. <laughs> listeners, listeners actually never, never let it be said that Riley did not include the mood. <laughs> Please don't say that. Give a brief summary of the plot. Hey, all right. Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do I that. hate this show. So. This book starts with C-3PO complaining 
because they are about to change his appearance. They're going to put green and white plating on him as well as R2 and send him to Kessel. To run? To run. Because the Empire of all places is decided. There's not a single planet or anything in here that is not established in one of the movies. We need mm. to talk about this. Does this take place? Where in the timeline does this take this place? This is after Return of the Jedi. After Return of the yes. Jedi. How many okay. years? Shortly after. Oh. I'm not sure. But it's it's pretty soon after. Okay. Um, so this is like the Shattered Empire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of children's novels from exactly. the 1990s. So they're sending them to Kessel because the Empire is having a secret meeting to elect a new emperor. Um, the Emperor, it has been rumored for years, has a secret son. Oh. And the reason you will know that this Tom person Clancy is novel. his son is because this person looks like a normal human, except he will have a third eyeball. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's the tip. So, the, um, <laughs> so they're like, now wait a minute, that looks like a normal human, but look at that third eyeball. That must be him. Aritra, so like, him. if you're evil enough in the Star Wars universe, every subsequent generation will have one additional eyeball. <laughs> Eventually. That's when you can tell how evil someone is. One of the guys has five eyeballs. His great-grandfather was a piece of work. Is that a weird <laughs> reference to the man with the golden gun, where the villain, you could only know him by having a third nipple? <laughs> yes. What? I think it is. I think yeah. it's a reference to it. Yeah, and then James Con. Con. <laughs> James Con. <laughs> <laughs> Who, by the way, was in Star Trek Into Darkness. Um... But JJ he, lied about that too. He, to disguise himself as the bad guy, puts on a fake third nipple. Oh. Movie. Good movie, great movie. Better yeah. nipples. <laughs> Jake, include the mood of that movie. Well, uh, the mood is uh, a Michael Jackson song, and that it's bad. Wow. Wow. Okay. You've been sitting on that one for a while. You don't like Michael Jackson. I'm quick witted, but you guys just don't ever let me talk. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's the main problem with this podcast. <laughs> Jake doesn't talk enough. Jake made it halfway through that sentence before he just recoiled like he'd been hit by a moving train. <laughs> so this um every time two people from the Empire meet each other, they have to say dark greetings. <laughs> Or or a most imperial welcome. That's no, also, they do not. That also happens several times. Oh, this is so much better than any of the books. <laughs> a most imperial welcome to Jake. Um, Was that acronym to name point? Did no, they, like, sadly, that one's time? not. That one's not. We'll get to the acronyms. We're going to have a segment on Give acronyms. you an old AMIW. Oh, we're going to have a... Oh, I like There's it. enough acronyms in here to have a segment on them. I'm so oh, excited cool. for this. What's um, the acronym for that segment? <laughs> please make it up while I'm speaking. Good. Um, Got it. So... <laughs> they found this Grand Moff Hissa found the uh, Emperor's son. His name is Trioculus. Oh. <laughs> Trioculus Rift. Trioculus Rift. Um, oh and God. here's how he's described when he, he's announced as the new Emperor. Mm. Friends of the Empire, Grand Moff Hissa announced, I present to you the son of Emperor Palpatine, Trioculus, the Supreme Slave Lord of Kessel. So that was his job before being Emperor. He was a Supreme Slave Lord. What's the underneath the supreme yeah, what's, slave lord? What's the hierarchy? I, I don't know. I guess As if they're a like a slave vice lord. principal slave lord. <laughs> <laughs> I like here it describes him too. Trioculus was almost handsome except for one thing. And, and then it describes his and then it describes his eyeball in the middle of his that forehead. That close. Oh boy. So we were this close. So this book is uh, also trying to kind of poke a little fun at people with deformities. That's nice. Nice message for children. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I got to read some excerpts because it's just amazing. So he was appointed Lord Overseer and Supreme Slave Lord, and then Emperor. He says here, My father, the Emperor, had many powers of the dark side, but without three eyes, he could never achieve perfection. So that's what ah. Trioculus is here to do. He's here to achieve perfection on behalf of his dead father. 
Is this um, kind of like uh, exploring like Hindu philosophy, like the, uh, the, the third eye? <laughs> yes. I can only imagine it is. Yes, I think so. <laughs> um, so the main course of all their dinners when all the grand moths get together is whale-a-don meat. Mm. Now, this is horrifying because it is established that they are sentient beings who can speak, these whale-a-dons. They live oh. on, on Mon Calamari. And they can like they can talk to each other, and they're just alive. Do they say a most whaleodon greeting to you? <laughs> yes, they probably do. <laughs> Welcome. But they it, it, it describes them as highly intelligent and wise, and oh. yet the imp- empire still kills them to eat them. So that's, that's really disturbing. Yeah, in a very tiny children's novel. Now, hang on. So explain this to me as someone who, as has been established, does not know a lot about the extended universe, and this expanded. The what? Extended. Expanded. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this in this non-canonical book, right? This is after Jedi, right? But is it like that? There's just remnants of the Empire, or is the Empire still really going strong? They're kind of going strong in this book. They're falling apart a little bit, which is why they're trying to get a new emperor in place quickly. Um, And we'll find out. Maybe it's he's not legitimate. Oh, spoilers oh, not no. too legit but you twist. find out in like the very first book so it's oh. oh okay it's not a very good twist um so they're they're trying to figure out where to set up their new imperial base and instead of like naming actual places that would be a good idea all these grand moths are getting together and and they say we can take over we can go to tatooine we can take over the most likely spaceport oh my gosh and they're like no that won't work because tuscan raiders or something <laughs> then they go how about bespin Oh, another reference. No, we, I know these Cloud planets. City. Grand Admiral Gargon suggested Dagobah because why not have your imperial uh. base on Dagobah? And then finally they decide on Hoth. That would be the best place because uh. oh. there's already a base built there. They can just move in. I guess I understand that. Yeah. I mean, I do understand it. This it's not confusing. Is, this book is depressing me. Oh my yeah. You were like, they were, I think, what, Endor and Jabba's Palace away from just hitting every single location Pretty much. in the original <laughs> Pretty trilogy. Much. We'll get to Jabba's Palace later. Oh, Man good. Zorba comes back. Um, Zorba's, yeah, Jabba's Palace. Zorba the blows. <laughs> so, worth it. <laughs> eventually, 3PO have, and R2, they've been spying on this whole meeting. So, do they get, miraculous. do they get camouflaged? Do they get yes. their plates on? Huh. Yeah. Ooh. 3PO is now green and white, if you can picture that, and he's got a scary got face instead of his normal face. What? Describe what? the scary face. Yeah, I'd, it probably describes it in here somewhere, but I don't feel like finding it. But it's scary. Do you remember All the, the highlights uh, and notes this guy took? You can't find us a scary face. I'm, I'm pr- quite positive the authors of this book were not thinking Ralph McQuarrie when they were writing this. But do you remember <laughs> the concept art of C3PO with kind of like a kind of like a teeth out face? For the listeners, he just kind of made an angry like face. <laughs> I think Ralph McQuarrie did all the art in this. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> I, no, he did. Was I this, definitely it looks, did if anything, like the artist who did like the Hardy Boys books. After 3PO and R2 spy on this meeting, they get rescued by Luke, even though he wasn't supposed to go to Kessel anyway. They needed rescued, so Luke just happened to be there, so that was handy. But mm. Akbar went with them, so it was Luke oh. and Admiral Akbar. Um, and then they, they Are go... Are they like total bros in this book? They're total bros, oh, what, for sure. What's going on? Were they chilling like bros in this book? They were chilling like bros. No kidding. This sounds like a really good book, to be honest with you. Wow. You guys really should borrow it and read it. It's pretty crazy. (laughs) Meanwhile, everybody, including the Empire, for some reason, all go to Mon Calamari, because Triathlus wants to see their new Willadon hunting vessel. Hmm. What's it called? (laughs) This is important. Yeah. It does have a name, I think. What is its name? Captain Dunwell is the the captain of this vessel. Oh. I'm not sure if it has a name. (laughs) 
He done well. They just call it. <laughs> he done well. He he did done well. He did done good. The the leader of the uh, lieutenant. Of the, it was fine. <laughs> the it's leader fine. of the Weladons is called Leviathor, which is oh, pretty awesome name. That's honestly. one pen stroke away from just being Leviathan. Very close. This Except is. It they like finished Thor. the R and made this it. This is an so end. on the nose. It is. Pr- it is inside the nostril. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's pretty pretty great. Um, so the the rest of this book is Akbar and Luke and three PO and R two trying to save the Weladons from this this hunting vessel, and um, would you say that's the the one of the questions here is what type of conflicts, or what was the conflict or conflicts in the story? Is that probably the, the yeah, thrust? That's, that's the main conflict of this mm. story is trying to save Leviathor and his friends. Okay, uh, and Leviathor, of course, is a great white whale. He's the only one. He's, he's the king of the Weladons. Like, yes. Okay. So. Is there a Moby Dick kind of uh, that's, parallel that's, in this? Yeah, kind of. Captain Dunwell and Leviathor got a whole uh, thing going on there. Oh, Moby Dick for kids. My other question: So, are there conversations between the Whaledons, like talking to each other? Um, like, they, hey, this uh, who done it, guys? The Whaledons. They can't bros. speak English. They speak whale speak. But in the book, it, can you read it translated? No, but Akbar can understand it. And oh, speak it no. back to them. Is that a thing about the Mon Calamar that they can translate Wailadon yes. speech? Yeah, because they oh, from live, the, they, is it a required it, course in <laughs> something like airtight? One, yeah, so Mon Calamar, you. <laughs> Speaking of airtight, there is an underground Wailadon processing or underwater Wailadon processing center that is also airtight. That's where Luke and Akbar have to go to uh, to rescue because Leviathor does get captured and sent to the processing center and not killed immediately, handily. So. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll save you for last. Yeah, for plot exactly. Reasons. I like this this line though, as he's as they're trying to capture him in the giant ship. Leviathor dove again, swimming as he had never swum before. <laughs> he sailed into the seaweed forest and down into the wide coral cave. It's it's full of great dialogue or great prose. Like yeah. That. Once they get to there's there's been something established. Where is it? It's on page four. It's called Page Four listeners. Um, yeah, Page Four. There's an organization called Senate's Planetary Intelligence Network. Not a good name. Spin. Spin. Ah, there so it is. There's our Doesn't first... sound reverse engineered at all, by the way. <laughs> no, definitely not. not. Like the acronym that I'm going to give you in a couple minutes. <laughs> what? So, so this is the first of our acronyms. I only mention it now and not in the later segment because it comes up quite a bit. Spin is comprised of pretty much just the rebels from the movie. You got Han, you got Chewie, you got Luke, Akbar, Leia. And yet, Spin has offices on every planet in the galaxy, pretty much. So when they go <laughs> to Mon Calamari, they can go to Spin's office. Even though it's like a, a, supposed to be like a spy network, they can still... Oh. They have offices everywhere. So I'm confused. So Spin... <clears throat> what Say what it stands for again? Senate's Planetary Intelligence Network. Oh. So it's like... They're the CIA of the Star Wars universe, yeah, but yeah. they kind of have little outposts in all of the little planets. Correct. And the only hmm. members are like characters who are in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that seems to be a recurring theme in all of yeah. our Star now, Wars books it's so very far. Amazing how that the main out. headquarters of Spin, of course, Spin City. Yeah. Was Michael J. Fox like the star of this <laughs> for like the first like five years of its existence? And then, yes. and then Charlie Sheen came in and it slowly went downhill. Does Spin right, have exactly. a magazine by any chance? <laughs> yes. Also, keep them coming, guys. I are like there it. are there doctors at Spin? <laughs> How about Spin doctors Prince Jedi Prince one two Prince is kneel before you. That's what I said now, Riley. <laughs> I gotta leave that in because guys, that was a little glimpse of Isaac losing his mind. <laughs> 
I was a little afraid because his eyes were moving around, but he wasn't blinking, and he was slowly standing out of his chair, and his growing beet red. It was really scary. <laughs> you can't write this stuff, guys. Riley, uh, yeah. what was the theme of this book? Um, was there a message for the reader, and what was it? Save the whales. That is Great. seriously the whole message, because the, the rest of the A lot of, of kids are out there is, killing um, whales. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they were in the 90s. Oh, let's um, see. Before Al Gore's Before Al Gore, yeah. Riley, how was your 90s? <laughs> I killed a bunch of whales. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but after you read this book, though, what happened? I stopped. Uh-huh. Ah! I, haven't, I haven't murdered a whale since. Like this book was pretty good. It sounds like a good read. Um, so while Luke is in, and Akbar are trying to save the whales... By what means are they trying to save the ma- uh, males? <laughs> <laughs> um, they're going to blow up Captain Dunwell's ship and the Whaledon Processing Center that is underwater. And it by looks kind of like Utagunga from episode one. Uh, now actually, you're talking about It looks a lot like it. Big bubble. Okay. Was mm-hmm. this uh, BC or AD Phantom Menace when this was written? This is before. Oh, okay. Yes. Now, my question is, so how are they going to blow it up? It, they didn't really have a plan. No. <laughs> they just showed up. Of Eventually, course. they they have R2 like activate the self-destruct of the giant place, mm. but they didn't really have a plan. It's just 3PO, R2, Luke. And Akbar trying to bl- break into this giant place and blow it all up. Huh. Um, they do eventually get help from L- Leviathor, which is kind of cool. So, so that, that see- moment's not too bad. Okay, so my question is, <clears throat> Leviathor, yeah. right? is he walking around? Or is no, he underwater a, constantly? He's underwater, but they, like, they suck them into these giant tanks aboard the ship and then put them in giant tanks in the processing center to keep them alive until they kill them so that they're fresh, you know. So they're mm. able to communicate with him through the tank that he's in. Yeah, Akbar. This is very important. <laughs> yeah, Akbar can hear him singing through the tank. Singing. Yes, that's well, he's a whale. That's how he communicates. Wow, this is a complete oh, yeah. rip-off like of Finding the, uh... Dory. <laughs> Here's a picture of um, the Whaledon processing center. Oh. So in case you guys wondered uh, what it would look like once they were in there. So are the whales that are on regular dry land now, are they already dead? Yeah, those ones are dead. Oh, no. That's a picture of dead whales that are about to be cut up into oh, meat in a children's no. book. So. Where's all the blood? Well, <laughs> they did leave that out at least. Um, uh, how was she going to kill them? I feel, like, I feel like strangling a whale would kind of ruin some of the flavor. I don't know. I also forgot Trioculus can send out hypnotic waves with his third eye. Can't we all? about that, so he probably hypnotized me. But <laughs> but the main reason that Trioculus is there, because you think, why is Tri- Trioculus on the same planet that Luke happens to be on? Well, let me tell you. Mm. He, well, let me tell you. Great joke. <laughs> someone, in the, someone in the audience said that. Great joke. Dunwell has discovered debris on... Was this a woman named Debris? Debris. <laughs> Dunwell and Debris. Ship you, de- me, and Debris. <laughs> I hate this podcast. Ship Debris on the on the ocean floor, and he had it analyzed, and it's from the Death Star. <gasps> the second Death now, Star. Now, that's another thing I recognize, so oh. I'm invested. Right. So, how did it get there? Well, Grand Moffis explains that it probably went through a wormhole. Yes, wormholes are in this book. Whoa. That's how it got from Endor to Mon Calamari into the bottom of the ocean wormholes in this kid's book they felt the need to really yes. find a, a solid explanation <laughs> yep. for that they couldn't have just expected kids to suspend their disbelief so I was, okay no i was gonna say like all these elements i feel like if i was a, a little kid like the target audience i might actually i think i i also remember seeing that book in either my local library or school library the, the the glove on the front 
And I totally did. Too. I, I would go after a book like that. We're like, oh, I recognize all this stuff. Yeah. Because no, I, I was I, into it. Yeah. I remember like trying to get into some of like the older books, like Heir to the Empire when I was like fourth or fifth grade. And like, I didn't know like the first five characters I mentioned. I'm like, why would I keep reading this? This is right. I just watched Return of the Jedi again. So among this, this wreckage, this Death Star wreckage, they discover the glove of Darth Vader, which <gasps> happens to be indestructible. In case you guys didn't know that. That's why it's still... Was there a reason given, or we're just going with it? His right glove is indestructible, Isaac. That's all you need to know. Just the right one. (laughs) Just the right one. The left one, not indestructible. No, the left one is not indestructible. (laughs) The right glove is indestructible. Why? No one knows. That's... Vader wanted is, it that way. Do they huh. uh, dive into this in the subsequent novels? No. Oh. It's just indestructible, Isaac. That's all you need to know. Well, I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> um, there's been a prophecy by mm. the supreme prophet of the dark side, Lord Caden. Once That's again, who is the vice oh, principal is, of the prophets of the <laughs> That is a mouthful. Is he like the splam? Supreme. High, there's, there is a high prophet under supreme prophet. This is very strange. Yeah. But this Caden has said that the next emperor of the empire will wear the glove of Darth Vader. So that's why Trion... So he can punch people real hard. Isn't there still, like, robot stuff inside of that? Do you just kind of, like, excavate that out and just wear the glove itself? Apparently. Yeah, I guess I never thought it was a glove. I I just thought that he was a robotic... Yeah. Also, apparently, Triaclis thinks that if he has the glove, he can use the Force. That's why he wants it. one minute. Because he he saw that that Vader could, you know, choke people with the glove. So he thinks when he gets it... We haven't recorded our Force episode yet. Is this something wow. we need to deep dive into? I think exclusively we should talk about this very subject. <laughs> All of Vader's power comes from his glove. I don't know if you guys knew that. I love the idea that he would just assume it and base his entire plan around it. <laughs> so, hmm. while after they find the glove, um, oh, there's also a mention of Dunium, which is kind of interesting. Cause that's oh. Mana Dunium? That's, no, like the, the or the... Dunium. That's what the Death Star was made out of yeah. in New Canon. And apparently it was back then, too, because they talked so about So Dunium's just Dunium. always been the thing. It's just been a thing. Was forever. that, like, in the way, non-canonical way back when stuff. did, like, Alan Dean Foster say in, like, the original novelization that Dunium was the metal I, of Death I Star? I think so, or... and it's just stuck. Wow, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it is kind of cool. Um, so eventually they, they recover the glove from the ocean. Cop- Captain Dunwell gets it. Then Grand Moff Hissa and Trioculus go to talk about their secret plan. And this is where the plot thickens. Page 68 mm. of the book. Oh, Get ready. Boy. I'm going to put some flour in. Here's a quote from Grand Moff Hissa. My lord, you must realize that though you are a great slave lord, it could still take many years for you to become a true master of the dark side. Don't forget, the lightning bolts don't flow naturally from your fingertips like they did with Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> he wears cybernetic devices that shoot lightning because he... Guys, he is not Palpatine's son. Whoa! This has been a ruse by set up by Grand a Moff ruse, Hissa. you say? Yeah, set up by Grand Moff Hissa me duped. and the other Grand Moffs because they want to remain in charge, so they need to get this fake high sail boy. <laughs> That's a ruse with a glove. <laughs> That's what he sounds like, probably. So, um, Captain Dunwell had that room bugged though, and he finds out. Oh. Why did he bug the room? Because he's... Why can't just leave I don't it know, man. Why gotta bug me, man? So after... <laughs> Why can't we just chill like a couple bros? This gotta bug time, your bro? This whole time, Luke and Akbar are, like, killing stormtroopers and, like, oh, destroying man. the whole place. So they set the self-destruct. Um, Trioculus escapes on a little tiny sub and along with Hissa, but they don't let Dunwell on because they realize that he spied on them. So this is the end of ca- poor Captain Dunwell. I'm sorry. I hope he you guys broke didn't get bro too code, a- and yeah. they're like, hey, bro. I know. I hope you guys didn't get too attached to Captain Dunwell. Too late. I was very attached. Um, 
Medically. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, they briefly fight Trioculus and Luke. Trioculus just shoots lightning at him, but Luke blocks it with his lightsaber. So that's mm-hmm. that's always that's always been a thing. Good classic Luke, Luke move. Yeah, Luke has stole that totally from this book. For for Obi Wan or whoever. Totally. We'll ask George about that when he comes on the show. Yeah, Yeah, we should have him back soon. Yeah. Darnwell's dead at the end of this book. Luke and Akbar escape. Leviathor is saved. And and that's pretty much where that book ends. Trioculus escapes. And he has the glove of Darth Vader now, so he can become the Emperor. So he can shoot real lightning out of his hand. No, he still cannot do that. So I guess here's my question. Yeah. In this book, is it established that no, you can't just use the force because you have a glove? Or do they say it nah, is that not, was totally how he used the force? It is not established. Oh. They don't ever talk about that's not how the force works. Oh man, they didn't it use is... that classic quote from the 2015 <laughs> movie The Force Awakens. I know. It's it's kind of crazy because later on as book as the books progress, they also insert devices into the fingertips of Darth Vader's glove so that <laughs> it looks like he's choking people. Because he can't do that either. But they keep saying if you keep, you know, if you happening? keep wearing this glove, you'll you'll learn how to choke people like Vader did. It's insane. Isaac looks, yeah, befuddled. He's taking a real, uh, real. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just, uh, I was posing for a sculpture. They're done. Um, <laughs> Riley, the, the question now that I have is: yeah. explain why you liked or disliked the book, <laughs> and be specific with an exclamation point, and set the mood again if you can, include. Please. The mood. Conclude the mood, you might say. Oh! This book is a real page turner. <laughs> and I well, there's only that, so many pages to there's turn. There's only so many pages. It does help that you can read a, a page, like you can read a book in about At an hour. At least a page every 10 minutes. Yeah, it's, but it it's, you want to keep reading because you have no idea what's going to happen on the next page. I read it and I like laugh out loud while I'm reading it. It is a fun time. It is It's crazy. like a reading a novelization of our podcast. It kind of is. Wow. It's, it's, totally insane but it is so much fun inside your navel (laughs) we're going beyond navel gazing you're just got a third eye right in your little belly button i like start reading the book Uh and like getting (laughs) ghost in something and then i and then i come back and isaac's talking about something navel gazing guys part of it just ignore him talk about your book um so are we gonna continue on i can i can make these even more brief if we continue yeah let's talk about so because to reset, in case yeah. you're just uh, you fast forwarded to the 45 in minute. In case you're part, just tuning in, yeah, yeah, you you've the time's 3:47, guys. To our serious XM. traffic's light on I-71. Great. So the wow. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Even the studio audience didn't laugh at that one. <laughs> I read the room. So Jake can't read, guys. There's yeah. That's only the only thing I can read is rooms <laughs> and the novelization of the movie Room. So. <laughs> There's three books. So you just recap the first one. Yes, that was just the first book. Now, let's move on to the next one. Now, at what point are we going to play this acronym game? At the end of all three? Because there's so many in all of them? You know what? Maybe we should just do that right now. Let's do it now, because keeping, I have a segment name for this. Okay, yeah. In keeping with tradition that we don't really plot this out or have anything planned or do it in a, a logical order, let's play the acronym <laughs> game right now. Oh. That's the grandma of talking spirit. <laughs> so this is going to be another edition of Fantastic Acronym Riley Time. Just imagine the theme music playing over the top <laughs> no. right now. Isaac, no. you just ruined it. No. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I don't want this to be the acronym. Fantastic Acronym Riley Time or... Part. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> Thanks for yeah. 
So it's fart time. Let's do your acronym. <laughs> so the, the only acronym in the first one was SPIN, which we've already talked about. Okay. And all you should those... you should try to get us to figure out if we can figure out what it is. Should I give you the acronym and then like and you have to figure out what it stands oh, for? Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's okay. what I was hoping you would yeah, do. Yeah, okay. So here is something that that R2 is designing. Mm. <laughs> With what? His hands? This is on page two of this book. Oh, okay. Man. So we're, of you're the just, second like, book or the first the second one? Book. Okay. So you're just thrown right into it. Um, R2 is designing something for Lando Calrissian. Mustache comb. And it is the acronym. Is the acronym WAD? Oh, w- oh no! W A D D. What does that stand for, guys? WAD. W A D D. Water and Dreams Delegation. Okay. Isaac. Um, why are well, dudes dreams? Why is, you, you, no, two, no will, second guesses. Will um, will Akbar do oh. drugs? Oh. <laughs> I wish it was that. <laughs> I like it when an acronym is a question. Yeah. <laughs> Real, it's not like, what would Jesus hey, do? Hey, bro, what? <laughs> <laughs> Will Akbar do drugs? That would be so much better. The no, answer may shock you. <laughs> it stands for warning and detection device. Oh, that's not as fun. No, not nearly. But but I just love that he's he's dis- he's designing... It's a security system for Lando. Pretty yeah. Much. But it's called a warning and detection device. A WAD. It never shows up ever again in any of the book. So th- this is an acronym that is used in one paragraph of one book. That's annoying because usually the reason why you do an acronym is so when you refer to it back, you don't have to type out the exactly, long thing every time. Exactly. But no, they, they could have done it here, but they, but they didn't. Way to go, Paul and Hollis Davids. Um, all right. So let's find this second. Secret. Secret. <laughs> I got the biggest laugh so Second far. Second acronym Great. of this book, the Sayat B. <laughs> now this is this is a real canon acronym. Ooh. So I won't know it. Um, mm. I don't know if this is what it stands for. I I can't imagine it is, but this is a thing that is still around, or at least it was in an old canon. I don't know if it is now. Um, it's an organization, and it is called Compnor. C O N C O N P N O R Compnor. Oh, <laughs> this is gonna take a no. while. Yeah. City of many places. No, Orion's right over there. I... <laughs> yep. Orion computers or mainframes put nicotine on rice. Great guesses, you guys. <laughs> Unfortunately, my... both are wrong. It stands for Commission for the Preservation of the New Order. Now, yeah, none of what no. you just said made me happy. In fact, <laughs> right. I'm and, upset. And please tell me, like, look at that. Tell me where they're getting Compnor out of commission for the preservation <laughs> of the new order. Where do they get Compnor out oh of Oh, my God. C-O-N they is are doing for commission. The, they're doing the they're worst They're doing thing. the Spectre thing. In yeah. James Bond, Spectre, yes. the SP is for special. Right. <laughs> and then executive for mm-hmm. counterterrorism, extortion, revenge, and something. So, Compnor. So, the C-O-M... Is from commission. Yes. They skip for the. Go yep. straight to P for preservation. Yep. Skip. O T and just go to new order using yeah, the, the R, from, R order. from order. Yeah. There is I'm only so excited. Only chaos. No rules for the uh, intergalactic acronym rules. And what disturbs me the most is I think this is still a thing. I think Compnor is still a thing in canon. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I I just got done reading Tarkin. I'm pretty positive that Compnor. Yeah, it shows up in that, that book somewhere. Yeah, and I think Man. it's. Yeah. I don't know if that's what it still stands for. If they if they workshop that 
acronym a little bit more. So this one, it might be familiar to you guys, Ooh. but it's not what you think. Oh, no. Oh. TNT. Well, I think it's the... The nipples talk. <laughs> Great guess. Great guess. My favorite <laughs> James Bond exploit. Um, so, TNT. Yeah. Not the not the Turner one you're thinking of. Nod casting system. Yes. <laughs> not that one. It's TBS. <laughs> Both owned by Ted Turner. Oh, we know drama here at Grandma Talking. Okay. And characters are welcome. So it's TNT <laughs> in the store. Hey, tune in to Burn Notice and Franklin and Bash and all the shows that I knew about four years ago when I watched USA all the time. Um, wow, this guy. <laughs> so TNT in the Star TNT. Wars universe. Uh, I'm going to say it stands for Tango. No. <laughs> tango. Tango, no tango. No is always part of your guys' acronyms. Jake, no tango, no cry. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were both wrong. It stands for Treaded Neutron Torch. And it's a what? tank. It's a um, tank that shoots fire. Oh, ugh. yeah. Like in Doctor No. Like in Doctor James no, Bond movie. Bringing it all back. A lot of Bond references in these books. But Are I there? I don't know if they thought that deep. <laughs> this one's pretty simple. Um, it's describing a thing. Okay. <laughs> all right. I have my answer already, but go HSD. Ahead. HSDs, but you know, that's the plural form. I'm gonna say it stands for Hydridenatus disease great <laughs> which is a real thing <laughs> do you have it yeah i do it's a big fungus in my armpits <laughs> oh, lovely. okay have have solistons died <laughs> great great guys it's housekeeping specialist droid which luke buys for han after he builds his sky mansion oh how practical yep han builds a sky mansion in these books on bespin uh huh oh gosh okay jthw this is something that Zorba. This is sounds like for. like you know on USA Today when they're like, "Hey parents, what are your children texting in their acronyms?" <laughs> yes, ah. That's exactly. It what turns this out is. like this is like a like they call it JTHW. Like a, a party where you specifically like mix acid with whiskey, and that's like the only thing it can stand for. You guys have a real chance at getting this one with this clue. Give me the so acronym one more time. So this is something that Zorba the Hut is searching for mm. desperately, mm. and it is. JTHW. Listeners, I've had to cut out so many things that they've said. I'm just going to go ahead and say the acronym. It stands for Jabba the Hutt's Will. Oh! The fact that we didn't even think of Jabba the Hutt. I know. We did say a lot of things. I said Jabba, and I'm like, what could possibly the TH stand for? So we're going to move on to my least favorite acronym now, the most unnecessary unnecessary acronym of all time. I can't wait. Um, most unnecessary three. acronym of all time, the MUWAT. <laughs> <laughs> Give us your MUWAT. So this is something Luke is describing. I'm just going to read the sentence. I guess you've never heard of the droid fest on Tatooine, Luke said. <laughs> That's the place to go. It's loaded with JDTs. <laughs> Once again... <laughs> You're really lobbing us up for failure with yep, these acronyms. I really am. Sounds There's no like way to guess these. A type of droid female that droid bros talk about. So, you're, okay, you're saying that. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, you're saying that Luke wants the droids to go to the droid festival because it's full well, of JDTs? He's, he's, he has Ken now at this point, and they're going to the droid festival oh, to find JD a Powers Associates. They're finding the HSD for Han, his housekeeping service oh, droid. Oh, my goodness. JDTs. Got to go to the JDT to find the HSD? Yes. Um, Jargon does. Tangos. <laughs> 
Jake does Trinidad. There you go. <laughs> That's our bonus episode. Draw me on my tour of Trinidad um, coming up soon. No, I can't even ask, what does JDT mean? Jawa droid traders, Luke explained. No, that's Jawa not a thing anybody would say. Traders. You saved again, a syllable. And again, that is one that does not show up ever again beyond that conversation. JDTs are gone forever. Jawa droid traders. So... So next There's time, the acronym game. Next time, listeners, when you're watching A New Hope, you can think to yourself, hey, look at these JDTs coming up to the <laughs> exactly, uh, please, Skywalker Please ranch. tweet at us when you do that. <laughs> please do. Record yourself saying it. Yep. Guys, we'll play it on the that, show. Actually, yeah. We if will. you do, do not forget to include the mood. <laughs> you got to include the mood. So, so there's the acronym game. That's the acronym game, as Book well sucks. as two simultaneous so's from two of our hosts. So <laughs> next time I will discuss the Lost City of the Jedi and maybe Zorba the Hutt. Yeah, Dead. let's try to I do will, both uh, of them. Because we yeah. won't have to do the acronym game next time. Yeah, so we won't get to you. We mean. won't get to. I'm so sorry. Get, listeners, if you want to rop or rate our podcast, go to <laughs> go please to Apple Podcasts or app and give us give us fives or five stars. And or the clone. Rate, or the clone rate and review. Rawr! <laughs> oh my gosh! Or follow us on Twitter. Follow us. Fuwat. Fuwat. Yeah. So we've reached the end of yet our second bonus episode, guys. Yet our we're, second. Yet we're so second. happy you've. Uh, Joined in with us. You can follow us on Twitter at Graham Off Talking, mm-hmm. at IREC, at Riles Bowman, at Jacob Kreitz, and that's where you can get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. Or you can uh, email the show, GrahamOffTalking at gmail.com. No one's we... emailed yet. Please do it. Yeah, come on, guys. This guys, not even spam mail, which is really disturbing. I know. We haven't even gotten that. Guys, spammers, email us and include the mood, if you will. <laughs> so for another bonus episode of Graham Off Talking, this has been TCLFD, <laughs> OTIB, SWST, TTMF. B T Y L I W I B T L Y S V O Y H R M J T M. That's me. A I X Y and Z. Thank you, guys. <laughs> That's the longest G-G- Law and Order subtitle ever. <laughs> That's me. I said it. Riley is groping about in the dark, searching for something. I'm going to cut this out. Please read the the outro as an acronym. Don't say yes! the outro. Just read it as an acronym. I know you have it written down somewhere. Oh. Just read it as an acronym. This is a re- – I'm not even joking about this. I went to a – or one of the girls I went to school with, like I graduated Uh-oh. with her. Jamie. Oh, boy. <laughs> but her uncle was the man that did the voice of Casper the Friendly Ghost. Really? And she said that he was a complete weirdo and, like, had a bathroom just full of pictures of Marilyn Monroe. Ew. And that was, like, the only detail she knew about him. I can't. I honestly can't concentrate on what anybody's saying. (laughs) See, I can't actually hear them because of my headphones. Yeah. You're you're so loud. It's really, like, full volume talking. (laughs) Yeah, it is.